What's going on? Matt Savoka here from Awesomeo.com, bringing you the wildcard Sunday Night Football DraftKings Contenders video. The Steelers miraculously made it into the playoffs. They needed the Jaguars to beat the Colts and the Raiders and the Chargers not to tie. And somehow both of those things happened and really the Raiders and the Chargers nearly undid it for the Steelers. Yet they are here. They have the right to be dismantled by the Chiefs once again, just as they were in week 16. I guess it's a one-game slate. Anything could happen in the playoffs here, but uh, Vegas is suggesting that I'm correct here. The Chiefs are favored by 13 points in this 46 point total game before we dig into my top 10 plays go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me matt savoka a follow on twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor fan up fan up is offering a flex ball nfl playoff contest with two hundred thousand dollars to first place where you could pick a team a new team every single week of the playoffs. Your team score will be added up after each week is done. There are weekly prizes as well, including authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics. That's awesome. And if you use promo code AWESOMO, you can get 2,000 bonus points just for signing up. That's the equivalent of $20, and there's, there's no deposit required for that. So definitely check that out. And also, for every third flex ball entry into that playoff, contest you make you get 25 dollars off check out their ad below at the bottom of the screen there okay guys here on the screen you'll see my 10 through 6 of my top plays for this Steelers versus Chiefs game. At number 10, it's Pat Fryermuth. He has red zone upside, right? He could definitely catch a touchdown, but the usage overall has been down in the second half of the season. Still a really solid rookie tight end season. The, the tough part here is that players like Juju Smith-Schuster, who number nine, uh, with a 27% chance of being in the optimal lineup, are returning to the lineup. Smith-Schuster has been out since October, hurt his shoulder against the Broncos, but looks like he is going going to be back in play but that just lowers the ceiling probability for all of these Steelers players here and when you're not favored and you're not not having a high team total here it's hard to really bet on any one of those players still on this one game slate a respectable 27% chance puts Smith Schuster at the number nine player Number eight, Harrison Butker, kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. You play kickers on home favorites, especially ones who are favored by two touchdowns. Simple as that, 31% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Ben Roethlisberger, here's a surprise. The number seven player with a 32% chance of being in the optimal lineup. We can play him at the flex, right? We know that quarterbacks on a one-game slate have a very high floor, but the ceiling is pretty darn bad for Roethlisberger here and the Kansas City Chiefs aren't world beaters defensively but that really doesn't matter it's the fact that Roethlisberger has been on among the bottom 10 quarterbacks in efficiency all season long 28th in adjusted yards per attempt 29th in true passer rating it, it appears time has passed Ben Roethlisberger by but still one game slate quarterback in the optimal lineup nearly a third of the time 
I'd rather play his top wide receiver in Deontay Johnson. Yeah, the 9,000 salary means that his 15-point median projection is kind of below salary-based expectations, even for a one-game slate. But the ceiling is there for Johnson in a, in a way that it isn't there for any of the other Steelers' weapons. He could catch two touchdowns. He could have 150 yards receiving. He could have 12 targets, which at least gives him a shot in this fairly high total game of getting there and having that tournament winning score he's in the optimal lineup 38 percent of the time he doesn't quite make the top five though who does let's watch him find out at number five it's Najee Harris and Najee Harris probably has the most guaranteed volume on the Steelers he definitely has the most guaranteed volume on the Steelers and it was encouraging to see them remove Najee Harris from the injury report got nicked up in week 18 with an elbow injury but it looks like he is full go for this playoff matchup here and really impressive rookie season number one in total opportunity share number one in targets number one in receptions and he used that volume well his 106 total evaded tackles ranked uh, second among all running backs this season and while his yards per touch is only so so 49th in the nfl at 4.4 the median projection looks about right here 16.4 fantasy points as a median score that'll that'll do it for a 9800 salary i don't know if he gets to that ceiling we're seeing 13 percent chance of him getting 30 fantasy points I will say the Kansas City Chiefs are 31st in yards allowed per rush attempt over the course of the regular season. I usually don't like playing running backs, even bell cow running backs on teams that are two touchdown underdogs, but I think I might make an exception for Najee Harris, who is elusive enough to get things done just because of that volume. He's in the optimal lineup 43% of the time. At number four, Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football. I guess George Kittle or maybe Mark Andrews, who had a fantastic season, can make an argument here, but he's still the best tight end in football. His 10 total touchdowns was the most among all tight ends here this season. He had an 191-yard receiving game earlier this year on 10 receptions. Since then, he's had 25 receiving yards, 34 receiving yards. Eh, that doesn't sound so good, except he caught a touchdown in both of of those games to end the season and so he had uh, more than a dozen fantasy points in both of those contests i'm absolutely expecting him to have 15 or more fantasy points here the steelers are so so against opposing receiving cores and against opposing tight ends but travis kelsey is a different beast altogether scoring 30 or more fantasy points nearly 17 percent of the time and in less than a third of the simulations is he scoring less than 10 fantasy points the floor and the ceiling are just right here travis kelsey comes into the optimal lineup 46 percent of the time at number three, it's Kelsey's superstar teammate Tyree Kill and all those same arguments we made for Kelsey. High floor, high ceiling, bad defense compared to the rest of the playoff teams, scoring over 30 fantasy points 31% of the time. There's the real difference between Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, at least based on our simulations. Kill, assuming full health, we assume he is at this point, he would have a higher ceiling in many of our simulations compared to Kelsey. I get it. It's a one-game sleep. Both players could go off. Both players could go off at the same time. But based on our sims, the ceiling is a little bit better for Hill. The median projection is as well. 20.3 median projection. Again, that's presuming full health here, which is a big presumption. But that just looks so appealing, even at an 11,000 salary 
on DraftKings. He's got a 13.5% chance of being an optimal captain play, and he's an optimal flex play an additional 48% of the time. My goodness. I, I am a little concerned about that heel injury that he suffered in warmups last week, lingering into this week, and he only had three targets against these Steelers last time they played, but I'm chalking that up to conditioning. He was coming back from the COVID list. It looks really, really appealing here for Tyreek Hill. He is in the optimal lineup 61% of the time. At number two, it's running back Daryl Williams. And Daryl Williams pretty much has this backfield to himself this weekend. Yeah, players like Derek Gore and Jarek McKinnon, they'll mix in a little bit, but... For the most part, this is going to be all Daryl Williams here, and it's probably going to be 15 to 18 carries on the ground and probably three to four targets through the air. That is a fantastic amount of volume for a home favorite, particularly a home favorite that is favored by nearly two touchdowns like the Chiefs are. The Steelers were dead last in yards per carry allowed during the regular season, and while they did have some games where they pulled it together, their lows were lower than any other team. You know, who can forget that Dalvin Cook explosion game where he went for basically 200 yards in the first half against this same Steelers defense. Not saying that that's absolutely going to happen here for Williams, but I'm also not surprised to see a 16.7% chance of Williams, who is basically the backup running back when Edward Solaire is in, scoring 30 fantasy points in this contest. And look at that salary, 6,400. Yeah, just comparing projection to salary-based expectation, this is the best value on this one-game slate by far. Daryl Williams may not have the highest ceiling, but he's probably the easiest overall play in the optimal lineup 73% of the time. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on DraftKings for this Sunday Night Football slate, just want to remind you guys one more time, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me Matt Savoka a follow on Twitter at Draftaholic. That would be much appreciated as well. Also want to give one more shout out to our presenting sponsor, Fan Up. Check out their Flex Ball Playoff Contest. How about $200,000 to first? How about weekly prizes like... Uh, authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics. That sounds pretty good to me. How about free money, like 2,000 bonus points, the equivalent of $20 without even doing a deposit bonus? That sounds pretty awesome to me. Use promo code AWESOMO when you sign up for Fan Up today. Okay, guys, let's get into my number one player on DraftKings for this Sunday night. And the number one player, Patrick Mahomes, of course it is. And you could say that Patrick Mahomes had his worst season statistically as a starter this year and i guess that's technically true but still top 10 in adjusted yards per attempt top five in total qbr top one yeah the top player in the nfl in total expected points added and accuracy rating as rated by playerprofiler.com basically the more advanced you look at the metrics the better patrick mahomes season looks and he threw for eight and a half yards per attempt and three touchdowns against this same steelers defense just three weeks ago he is the safest player here he has a 30 point score in 46 46 percent of our latest simulations that's just fantastic and there's really no holes to poke 
I guess you could say that TJ Watt getting to him a couple times or him getting hurt or having an inability to move outside of the pocket would hurt him here. But we're even seeing Mahomes continue to rush here four rushes per game, including one inside the red zone this season. So he even has a little bit of upside that way. He's under 10 fantasy points in just a mere 6% of our simulation. And he's the optimal uh, captain play. 30% of the time, that's ridiculous. An additional 56% of the time, he is an optimal flex play. You basically can't get away from Patrick Mahomes. Fade him at your own risk. He's in the optimal lineup 86% of the time. And that is going to do it for the wildcard Sunday night football contenders video for DraftKings. If you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video, go ahead and look for it. It's around here somewhere. We will be back for all your Monday night football, the first wildcard Monday night football showdown needs. Until then, I'm Matt Savoka from awesomeo.com. We'll see you guys next time.